it's about growth and jobs. A budget about jobs and growth does not cut a billion dollars out of infrastructure. Well, they are, in a sense, the only drivers who we can vote for. The Coalition and Labor are each competing to be seen as the better economic managers. And as the Coalition government tries to sell its message of jobs and growth, economic indicators like the soon-to-be-released unemployment figures will be watched closely. Any reaction to the employment figures that come out this week will be, will be an overreaction. I'm Jenny Henderson and this is the first edition of Business Briefing, the podcast which provides background and analysis on what's making news in business and the economy. With me is Roger Wilkins, Professorial Research Fellow. Roger is based at the University of Melbourne and studies labour markets, among other things. Roger, what would you consider a sustainable rate of unemployment for the Australian economy, one that doesn't push up inflation, say? So well, I'm sort of thinking more in the high fours, sort of 45 to 5%. The current rate is 5.7, which is predicted to increase with the labour force statistics coming out. How has this rate fluctuated historically? You mentioned four. When was the last time it was four? So we got down to 4% uh, at the peak of the, uh, the mining boom in around 2008. Um, um, if we, we have good unemployment data back to 1966, so we've got 50 years of sort of relatively comparable uh, labour market data. And over that period, the unemployment rates fluctuated from below 2% in the 60s uh, to as high as 11% in the early 1990s. Uh, we saw a, a long-term uh, steady decline in the unemployment rate from about 1993 to 2008. So we went from that 11% uh, figure uh, gradually, very slowly, down to that 4% figure uh, in 2008. Yes, over the last nine months, uh, unemployment's actually been trending downwards ever so slightly. Uh, but if we take a, a, a slightly longer view uh, back to 2011, then the, the broader trend seems to be that uh, unemployment uh, is heading upwards. Is the unemployment rate a good way to measure the state of jobs in Australia? Broadly speaking, uh, yes. But if you're looking at a point in time at or how well the economy's labour is being used, then it's not such a good measure. It's a, it's a, it has a very specific meaning. Uh, the, the unemployment rate as defined by the ABS requires you to be working, uh, if you're working one week or more in the reference week, you're classified as employed. Uh, if you're not actively searching for work and, uh, and available to work, uh, then you're not classified as unemployed, you're out of the labour force. Broader measures take into account uh, the many people who are working part-time who would like to be working more hours and in particular working full-time. Uh, for example, currently around just over 8% of the labour force uh, is, is, is classified as un underemployed, that is working part-time hours and wanting more hours, including full-time work. That immediately takes us to uh, an underutilisation rate of around 14% rather than sort of the 55 to 6% unemployment rate. The, the other way in which the unemployment rate doesn't give you a sense of, of how well uh, labour is being deployed uh, is it doesn't say anything about the types of jobs people are doing. So how so how good are the jobs that people are working in? How well how you know, so what sort of quality of job do people have? Um, and and this sort of feeds in very much to the discussion around productivity. The unemployment this rate is capturing a dimension of participation, um, but that's all. Uh, it's, and it's certainly not um, getting it us uh, any sense of 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 how productively deployed the, the labour is.
The mantra of the uh, coalition in this election campaign is jobs and growth. Is focusing on job creation putting the cart before the horse when it comes to growing the economy? No, but the way in which you create those jobs matters a lot. So uh, if people think of job creation as targeted subsidies to keep particular employers uh, in business and keep particular jobs, then I would say that is a misguided job creation. Uh, Similarly, uh, very targeted job placement programs. They may have a role to play, but I think it's a very small role. What's much more important are the broader macroeconomic policy uh, settings, things like fiscal policy, interest rates set by the Reserve Bank, and but also uh, many other policy areas, so tax policy, labour market policies uh, and regulatory policies. Are governments well placed to be drivers of, of job creation? Well, they are, in a sense, the only drivers who we can vote for. A lot of the things that both sides of politics advocate or argue for in terms of the steps they would take to create jobs, I would say, are often counterproductive or, or not or not really at addressing the, the, the actual mechanisms by which they do affect uh, job creation. One, one example would be um, discussions of, around uh, efforts to um, improve manufacturing employment. And, and, you know, for example, we had the, the, the announcement around the submarine manufacturing occurring in, in Adelaide. Those sorts of things are relatively unimportant compared to policy levers, as I said, such as macroeconomic policy levers, tax policy levers, and the wide gamut of of regulatory uh, policies that, that governments have. Roger Wilkins, Professorial Research Fellow at the University of Melbourne. If you'd like to read more on the election or unemployment, head to the Business and Economy section on the Conversation website. Our music is by Ben Sound, and you can subscribe to more Business Briefing on iTunes.